Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast. The most important hour of your day. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away. What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is So many years of ignoring the truth So many tears I let go in this booth I'm drinking this beer and I'm doing these drugs Just to numb all this pain I don't know what to do It's not just me, only you and I know That I've been so in debt that I'm suicidal I'm so used to being used that I don't use my head And instead I just use a bottle But in so many hours Get back just to collect this check that they turn into tax Maybe next time I can show up to class You teach them the truth and they learn about that We carry this country is hurting our backs The government fucks us, we're working for scraps No matter what, we're determined to crash Let's purge for a purpose and earn it all back They'll make you a promise and let you down Plus these countries are run by some pedophiles And me, I refuse to just sit around While they're teaching our children to shit out loud They told us to shut up and wear a mask Just take this vaccine to take care of that On this highway to hell, I've been there and back I can't fit all this shit in a paragraph Fuck Working all day, overtime hours, for bullshit pay So I can sit out here and waste my life away Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to For people like me, and people like you Wish I could just wake up and it not be true But it is, oh it is Drugs that are killing our kids And we do nothing about it, it is what it is Not sorry, I'm seriously sick of this shit I just packed up and moved, now I live in the sticks Thanks to Big Pharma, we get withdrawn And the whole world is hooked on this fentanyl Be careful or you might be dead tomorrow Yeah, we're working away at their beck and call If they saw this, they tell you that this is a stretch But why are we letting them get in our heads? How is their veterans living in tents? Cause the cycle is proven to bring us to death Like, what is the reason we waited this long To admit this is all population control? Take one look around, this shit's taking its toll But I'm saying, fuck it, I'm breaking the mold I promise I'm not being passive-aggressive I'm actually fed up, I'm passing a message I'm trying to say that they have an agenda And we just ignore all the facts that they give us Indigenous women go missing and what? We're supposed to ignore it and sit on our thumbs? It's not by the left or the right or the middle I'm going to war, I will not keep it civil Fuck that Working all day Overtime hours For bullshit pay So I can sit out here And waste my life away Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Wherever you are in the world, my name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. That was uh, Mercula's and uh, on YouTube with the remix of Rich Men of North Virginia, uh, North Richmond. This is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. We are live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding global conspiracy, and a conspiracy it is. Um, I was out yesterday. Thank you for Jim Price and <clears throat> Vince filling in. I was trick-or-treating with my kids. Fun. So nothing too busy, nothing too crazy. Um, a, a few things to start things out. If you are a fan of the Dark Delight Show, okay, if you guys are a fan of the Dark Delight Show, today was our last episode. So today was the last episode for me and Jim Price of the Dark Delight Show. Uh, I thought tomorrow was, but apparently they didn't like something I said on the show today. So they went ahead and uh, just canceled that. But that's okay. That's okay. Because the Dark Delight Show is coming back in about a month. So it'll be uh, coming back in a month. And uh, it will be on Dark Delight Radio. So it'll be on our Dark Delight Radio station. Um, and it will be streaming its audio. And so you will find all the episodes there. It'll be on our Podbean as well, as well as Spotify and, and those. Yeah. So it's going to take 30 days off and it's going to come back, but also it will be live streamed. And, uh, we're probably, we, we had tried to do the locals and to do the live stream. We're not going to do that just because, mm-hmm. um, we got the new platform coming out. And if you haven't checked, if you haven't heard of this yet, uh, decentralized media, um, 
I can play. I can play our, my my little teaser video. We'll play my little teaser video. Let's try this. Let's do this. All right. So decentralized media, if you guys haven't heard about it, um, this kind of just it, it was always a dream of mine to, to build kind of like this this platform, a platform for people to collaborate, to communicate, to get information and not just one content or one narrative information, but a whole bunch of them. Uh, when I originally started the Red Pill Project, that was the idea. The, the problem is, is I didn't know many people. I didn't have very many connections. And today that is completely a different story. Uh, so. Uh, if you don't know what happened. So it's interesting, like two relationships ended the last month. I had my relationship with WYSL, which is done. Um, and I'm not going back there. So you guys can call them and tell them you love my show. But that's what I said earlier today. But anyways, it, it's uh, I'm definitely not going to go back there. Uh, and then AMP, American Media Periscope. So my contract with AMP ended last week, and I will not be returning to American Media Periscope. Uh, I wish them the best of luck, um, but it was kind of a similar situation. They they kind of um, – this is one thing that why I'm creating decentralized media. Business is just business. That's one of the worst phrases I think I've ever heard in my life. This is what gives capitalism a very, very bad name. This is why you have socialists and communists in this country who look at the world and see how business fucked their parents or business fucked them or whatever. Like mm -hmm. high, high student loan rates, you know, or high cost of college. That's just business, guys. We got to pay the $450,000 salaries for the professors. Well, well, no, no, you really don't. They could probably make a good living at like 200 and, and reduce the cost per, per, per credit hour. But business is not just business. See, business is the development of a relationship. That's what this is all about. That's what life is all about. It's all about relationships. Okay. And, and see, we go out into the world and we develop relationships right now. If you're alone in a room, you have a relationship with your environment. You have a relationship with the, the chair, the air, the around you. God is always around you and with you. You always have a relationship with God. But everything you do, every interaction you'll ever have, every observation you'll ever make, every single word you'll ever utter or speak is through a developed aspect of a relationship. And so you ask yourself, if those relationships are transitions of energy transmutations of energy are they not if i'm sitting in a sure. room is my body heat being translated to the room and increasing the ambient temperature absolutely there's a relationship physically quantum physically with me and that is there a relationship between my reality and my observation of how my environment changes and that interacts with my reality and changes me absolutely so there is an energetic interaction. And, and this even goes more so in the sense of when two people are communicating and how we're all communicating now. I'm throwing out words. These words are derived from my mind and my thoughts and my ideas and concepts and imagination. They are aligned with my intentions and my emotions and my ambitions and my dreams, my expectations. So when yeah. these words are spoken, they come out and they have an effect on people who hear them. Why? Because it's energy. That's what it is. We all have an aura and energy to us. That's what relationships are. Okay. A business is no different. We produce relationships like this and a business produces relationships with clients, producers, and other businesses. And so yeah. when you're in business, it's not just business. It's a relationship. And I made a pact to myself a long time ago that I'm going to go through my life and I'm going to have superb, beneficial mutually beneficial relationships with people, with people and with businesses that I, I won't screw people. I won't, you know, I won't try to mess with people. Okay. Yeah, or There's be some corrupted people out there, right, or be corrupted and I won't sell out. 
And see, I, I think that we need to get back to that business model because that's the business model that we had in this country in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s. My, my grandfather owned Andy Reid's garage, which had some gas oh, really? pumps and uh, a mechanics garage in Caledonia, New York. And here's the thing is everybody who brought their car to him knew him. They right. knew him. They knew my father, who was a mechanic, and they brought their car there, not because they were the best mechanics. They were, but not because they were the best mechanics. Because they had a relationship with them. It was a good working relationship. It was a good relationship of friendship, of bond, of family. That's why I created the Red Pill Project. Because I wanted to have that as a business, a business relationship with people. I didn't want people to just be my audience. I wanted to have a relationship with them to create a conglomerate family that's united. And whether we all agree on the message is irrelevant. We can talk about it and discuss it and learn. And we, and we don't. I'll tell you that. Well, <laughs> There's a lot we of don't, differing but we thoughts. Try. Of we course try. we do. We try to get as close to the truth we can and show each other what we've yeah. discovered, which is a part of the beauty of it and a part of the process. But yep. I think of I think of Nate when you talk about this, uh, the barber, Nathaniel. Yeah. Nathaniel. He has this situation being a barber where you get these relationships with people you become great friends you have to listen to them you see each other for many many hours as the years go by it's interesting and it's a good noble uh prospect it is and and so i you know i created the red pill project and originally when when i came into this my ideas was is i'll bring all these podcasts on we'll have 24 hours of content and we'll build it up and we'll just let it happen well going into it it just wasn't there. It wasn't ready. It, it, I didn't have the relationships. And, and so I put it on the back burner. And then, you know, Vince and all of us had a talk a few, about a year and a half ago or something. We're like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to grow it. Right. But all of a sudden, all this stuff culminated. And I knew the radio contract was probably going to end. I didn't know the amp contract was going to end. That was a kick in the ass by them because they, um, um, they basically rug pulled a lot of us. And yeah, they can send that to their lawyers. I don't give a shit. They basically rug pulled a lot of us. Um, and we got the conversations all on audio and recording and email. So it's okay. But let's just assume that that did go on. Then what's happening right now wouldn't be happening. And what that is, is that within a matter of just a few weeks, I took the idea that I had a few years ago. Um, Jim Price actually initiated it. He he basically invited some people like, hey, come stream with us on Josh's platform. I'm like, you gonna you gonna do the back end management of that? And next thing I know, we have ten other people who want to join. We have fifteen other people, twenty people. Um, we have a lot of people and some names that you love that you've seen on Red Pill Project before. Um, some very popular names out there that never been on Red Pill Project. Um, and so we are gonna rebrand certain parts. So social Red Pill, the Red Pills TV is not changing. That all stays the same. That's all Red Pill Project. Um, we have decentralized media that will be coming out, and this is going to be a multi-channel. And I don't mean Rumble and DLive. It will have our own website, streaming content with video on demand as well. Um, a lot, most of the content will be absolutely free. There will be subscriptions to support us because we got to be able to pay for the platform. Um, but we'll also be streaming live, and there will be a 24-hour live stream on each channel. And that will be on all of our current Red Pill Project channels. It's going to start out first on just Pilled uh, Cloud Hub and Pilled Cloud Hub and Rumble, uh, but it'll eventually be on all the channels. And then we're going to integrate more and more channels as that goes along. Uh, Jim Price's channels are going to come into the network and a few other channels. Uh, and so the idea is that we have various different content. So we'll be talking geopolitical, geoeconomic. We'll be talking spiritual, religious. Uh, we'll be talking culture, society. We'll be talking conspiracy and fringe. And, and then we'll also be talking cryptocurrency. So those are like the nine topics that we're going to focus on. And we've gotten hosts right now already to come in for all of those. Another topic that we're going to do is comedy shows. I actually had someone, Vince, someone came up to me today and said, we need a comedy show. And I said, let's do it. And they like, I know a person. So we're making the introductions. And Cool. Yeah, and I know Vince wants to do a comedy, Laughing in Wonderland. It's great. He, get Fred back in here. Let's go do it, right? He won't. But <laughs> I'll talk to him. But, but, what I'm, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that it's not just going to be the Daily Dose. It's not going to be, hey, this is what the globalists are going to do. It's going to be like, man, I had a shitty day today. Man, uh, you know, I watched this TV show, and this is what it was about. It was pretty cool. And it, it, it's going to be content. Now, I don't want to be yeah. rumbled. 
I don't want to be YouTube. We don't want to do that. But what we want to do is we want to give people the ability to hear varying different perspectives on all different types of information and have a one-stop shop for all the content that they truly do want to consume. And if they don't want to consume it, go somewhere else and watch, you know, watch another channel. That's fine. Right. But what I'm saying is we're going to have a lot of different options and, um, I, I, can't, I can't announce it yet. Well, maybe I can. So Earth Chronicles, by the way, is on hold for 30 days. Okay. Um, wink. We'll just say that. Uh, but anyways, the, you know, David Whitehead, by the way, will be my guest Friday night on Conversations on the Fringe this Friday. Um, we'll talk about a few things. We'll talk about this there. Um we got uh, some big names. I can't really announce any of the names yet because nobody's under contract, but we have verbal uh, verbal confirmations and we have meetings already with a lot of these people. Well, you could tell them that I'm still doing coffee, Josh. I know well, yeah, so Vince will still be doing coffee. <laughs> Vince, Vince Avia will still be doing coffee. So yeah. don't worry about that. Jim be. Price and myself will be doing the Dark Delight show. It might be the first show of the day. Maybe. It will be the show. Unless well, it'll be a 24-hour it. live stream or stream well, and I then mean, you'll come in. First live, um, live, first live show of the day, maybe. And then next week, the schedule is going to change up just a little bit. So from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern time, you're going to have the Jim Price show. Uh, from 5 to 6.30, you're going to have Patriot Party Podcast. From 6.30 to 7.30, you'll have The Unrestricted Truth with James Grunvig. And then The Daily Dose right after with myself. Um, and then possibly a, another show or two in there uh, being added in over the next few weeks. And that's all going to happen on the Red Pill Project in, uh, uh, starting next week with a few shows coming in. Um, you might have uh, another show, Condemned USA, coming in um, probably in about two weeks. That'll be a recorded, but it'll be after this show. Um, and then once we get the platform all built out, it's in progress right now. Um, we will transition slowly content over to that area, but you'll have different channels that'll have different types of content on it. And so you can go, you'll be able to go to decentralized media and you'll see like channel one live streaming, channel two live stream, channel three live stream, and you can watch different people at different at the same time. And that allows us to basically cover the 6 PM, the 7 PM hour, which is a big hour traffic with various different content with traffic content. Right. Yeah, and people just tune into their favorite one or go back and watch the archive later or whatever. Right. Yeah. And someone, someone's asking about what the subscriptions are. Firstly, social red pill. That's one subscription. Um, there's going to be subscriptions um, on the the video on demand side. So certain things that we have to license with a lot of the documentaries, movies, and stuff like that are coming through. We have to license that to have it on the platform. And so there'll, there'll be some paid content on there like that. Um, there'll also be with all the hosts that are coming on, all the influencers, they will have behind the scenes content. So <clears throat> for instance, Let's say James Grunvig comes over and he's going to have his own James Grunvig page, which will, you can subscribe to it. And when you subscribe to it, you get full access to the whole site and everybody else's stuff, but you also get access to the backend content. And then with that, with the different subscription models that we have, like there's a, there's going to be a printed newspaper that you'll receive every month. You'll get in on um, weekly Q and A's with everybody will be hosting their own zoom calls. So we have 35 influencers coming on and they'll all be doing some sort of zoom weekly. Okay. Um, that's just what we have right now. We'll be doing monthly town halls. Um, and so we'll have various different guests, big name guests coming in on those town halls. I think that, um, the, the first one, and if she's listening, I, you should know here tomorrow. You should have known today because we talked to you today. I didn't talk to you, but someone else did. But it would probably be Judy Mikovits will be the first one in. And so we'll be doing town halls with people like Judy Mikovits and bringing them in. And you guys can ask questions in like one of our big Zooms. So there will be that that's going to be included in there. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to be added in as value when we bring out that model. And so what we really want to do is we want to make it worth people to actually go there and, and watch the content as a subscriber and stuff like that. So there's going to be tons of different stuff on there. Um, and once we have everything ready to go, I will bring more details out. There'll be a few emails that go out, but I'm excited about some of the shows that are coming on. We got, dude, we got a UFO show that's going to be playing Love at it. nighttime, five days a week. We got a paranormal oh, show five days a week, uh, talking about ghosts and hauntings and all that stuff. Um, Whoa. We got some political morning shows. We got some economic shows, uh, crypto. I love it. 
I love yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah. We got tons of different influencers and like the, everybody's like, dude, I've been waiting for this. I've been wanting this or I've been, <laughs> I needed something like this. And, I love all these topics. Uh, yeah. And of... what we're doing as well is yeah. we're, we're allowing people to keep their freedom as a podcaster, as an influencer. We're not making restrictive contracts where they, you know, are, can't say what they don't want to say. They can't do what they don't want to do. Um, and we're, we're developing relationships with people. That's what it's about. It, it's about, Hey, look, we, we know how to do something. We're going to do this on the back end and do this on the front end and distribute it. And all they need you to do is go be a content creator and you're completely independent. I mean, go out and do it out elsewhere, but they will see that this model works. So, um, it, it's, it's really cool. It's really amazing. It's kept me incredibly busy, uh, the last week and a half more so, um, it, outstandingly busy. I can't even imagine. So it, it's um, my head hurts and I have had no sleep, but I'm glad that we're kind of in a slow news period where there are only a few different things going on. So yeah, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, next week, the schedule does change. Jim Price, James Grunvig will be joining the red pill project. Uh, then that's going to be going over uh, to redpills.tv. So it's not redpill.com. It's redpills.tv. Um, Redpills.tv is our website. Redpills.tv. That's our website right there. Redpills.tv. Um, and no, it won't. It'll be on a new website, but the new website is going to be really easy to remember. It's not up yet, but it's called decentralized.media. Like quite literally, we're, we are decentralized media. So, and uh, so I'm excited. I'm um, excited too, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening. We're making a lot of partnership deals. Um, I can't talk about all of them until we get contracts done and we can announce it, but there's some really can't good talk about stuff. about our Bud Light sponsor? No, can't talk about the Bud Light sponsorship. Oh. Um, <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea. I'll reach out to them. I mean, apparently, they got a lot of advertising revenue. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we know we, we know Billy Bush. I'll reach out to him like, hey, text me the CEO over there. See if they want to advertise on some podcasts. And uh, I heard they have a big advertising budget because nobody's allowing them to advertise. Right. That's actually not a bad idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that one. I don't know. I don't Maybe think... not for me. Some you people can enjoy not... that Bud Light. Yeah, some people might not like it, but uh, just think about. Imagine me just quality. sitting here sipping a Bud Light. <laughs> just think about the quality of everything going up, everybody. I just don't say anything, and I just that sip Bud Light like... on the show. Yeah, right. We, <laughs> we need to cancel them all. <laughs> I'll drink a Bud Light an episode. <laughs> oh God, that would actually be pretty funny. Um, but I think actually it's not a bad idea, Vince. I mean, that's actually a really good idea. I mean, so they just got the UFC contract. Did you see this? I, I saw that Dana White was saying, "You guys are freaking stupid for hating on me." Yeah, and people are like he sold out to the money. He goes, "Of course I sold out to the money. <laughs> I'm selling advertising. That's what it's for. The money." It helps the business move forward and grow. Of course, I'm going to go out to the highest bidder. But he goes, I didn't choose Bud Light because they paid me the most money, which they did. He says, I went to Bud Light because they have a very strong moral and ethical background. He was paid to say that. Come on. <laughs> I mean, they wanted to go LGBTQI. They, but yeah. I think that they backtracked on a lot of that stuff since then. So I think they have, but any big company when you're dealing with something like that it's it comes with this creepy agenda overtone over it yeah unfortunately but Ooh, one anyway. thing i can say yes is that we will have the first christian conservative chinese language podcast that's a very cool one that's not everybody's cool. gonna watch it but but it'll be cool It'll be cool because we're, we're going to bring in a lot of Chinese oh. audience because there's a yeah, lot of patriotic that... Americans that are pro-Republic of America. Well, I mean, imagine like um, if if my family was Chinese and my mother spoke Chinese, I could say, hey, check out this show. You know what I mean? Like it's an opportunity yeah. for a lot of people to hear a new program and it's a different demographic and everything. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Someone said she won't be happy. I'm like, she will be happy. All we're sitting here doing on this channel is sitting here how China owns the United States and owns Biden. They, they're not offended by that. They know it's true. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the news because that's what okay. people are really here for. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's do yeah. it. We're here for the a news. Things. A couple things going on. A little couple bit. things going on. A couple things. Yeah. Uh, the FBI has came out and warned that the terror threat in the United States of America and around the world is high for Jews. And this happened after an airport in Russia was uh, um, ran over or taken over yesterday by a whole bunch of radical protesters who were trying to kill the Jews on yeah. an incoming flight from Israel. I believe that was like actually the 29th or something. But yeah. No, I think there was in Russia, and and Putin actually arrested all of them. Mm-hmm. Putin arrested every single one of them. Well, Russians aren't nice to uh, to radicals. They probably got arrested, and they're probably no longer alive. Just I don't know. I don't think that's what they said. They said something like, "I forget the sentencing or whatever," but or trials yeah. or whatever. But yeah, that's horrible. And then they're putting uh, in France, they're putting swastikas on Jewish businesses and homes. It's just, it's kind of horrible, man. I cannot believe that this is happening. It's just, this, this morning I said, I'm like, is this really, is this real? Is this real life? Mm-hmm. What the heck? Well, it is real life and this really is happening. And, uh, you know, this video was shared on uh, Wall Street Apes. I don't know the validity of it. I don't know where it came from, but check this out. This is, this is where we're headed right now. I don't know what they're getting delivered here. It says U.S. Peacekeeper on it. I don't know what that means exactly. Does it say Beretta on it? You got a bunch of Berettas? Those are definitely guns. Look at that. It says Beretta something here. You got, you got, those are guns right there, homie. Those are, those are guns. You guys got to carry this stuff yourself. You guys don't have anybody who can help you do this? I don't know what they're getting delivered. Those are guns being delivered that uh, apparently say U.S. peacekeepers on the truck, and I don't know. Maybe maybe that's true, maybe that's not. I would hate to be U.N. peacekeepers coming to the United States of America. That's all I have to say. I would hate to have that job. Wait, wait, you're sending me where? You're sending me to the United... Okay, hold on. Am I going to be armed? Am I going to have a blue helmet on? Oh, I don't know about all this. It doesn't matter how much you pay me. But you know what they were mm-hmm. doing is um, Ukraine was actually outsourcing massive mercenary groups from northern africa and south yeah. africa that come in and fight uh against the russians interesting and wow. a lot of them apparently were some of them were un peacekeeper troops oh my gosh the right? corruption runs deep this is interesting uh this is from wikileaks today, a 1988 u.s state department report on the birth of hamas Hamas. I always say Hamas. You got to roll that H. What did they say? Hamas is the creation of the Muslim Brotherhood. Oh, wait. Isn't that Huma Abedin's father who created that? Phil Haney warned us about the Muslim Brotherhood's infiltration in the U.S. political system. Um, It's the local levels. Uh, With ties to the Muslim Brotherhood throughout the Islamic world, the name Hamas was apparently chosen in February 1988, but not used extensively until May. The acronym for Islamic Resistance Movement. The word itself is Arabic for zealots. Although Palestinians in certain parts of the West Bank have strong Islamic convictions, they tend to express themselves politically in secular terms. Islam, however, uh, played a role in the West Bank politics since the late 1940s. Hmm. Uh, when the first Muslim Brotherhood came to the West Bank, the Muslim Brotherhood was shortly after was discredited in the eyes of Palestinian by its own support for King Hussein and his power struggle against uh, Prime Minister Nabulsi in the mid-1950s. During the Jordanian rule, it was tightly monitored by Jordanian intelligence and did not gain significant influence until the mid to late 1970s, particularly in Northwest Bank. And that was done by who? Oh, that was done by Israel and uh, the Mossad. Uh, and there you go. You know, you, you got to wonder about this. Whoops. Dude, going back even further, zealots were a political movement in first century Second Temple Judaism, um, yeah. working to expel the Roman Empire from the Holy Land, the Judea province. So this goes like, this goes way, way back. It makes me wonder how deep and how far back do these psyops and this scam go? Well, I, I, I think that whenever you have any type of creation of this with people who are hell-bent on various uh, um, derivations of power and control, you're Mm -hmm. always going to see that grow into that. But is the influence there necessary? And the most powerful influence that they have over these things is religion, is the belief in God. And when you come down and say, God told me to tell you that you're going to support my reign of power, people will pick up guns and they will fight for that because they believe that God told them to tell them that. And 
that's kind of where we're at today is we have the the Palestinians. Not, I wouldn't even say that. You have radical sects of, of Islam that are angry. They're displaced. They've had nothing but terror and war their whole lives. They're pissed off and they find um, – this this motivation to do this primarily prompted by Iran. The mullahs in Iran, they want to um, dis- destabilize the Middle East for various different re- reasons. The Abraham Accords was primarily that reason. Um, they don't want to see that fall through because it reduces and eliminates a lot of the power that Iran has in the Middle East. So they funded, uh, you know, Hezbollah, they funded Hamas, and they allowed the training of this and the integration of this to happen. And I believe that Israel knew it was going to happen and allowed it to happen because the West also needed a distraction at the same time. And so now this is ramping up, though, to where you have countries like Egypt and Turkey and um, Yemen who, who want to go to war with Israel over this. And we're, we're saying that they will defend the Palestinians. But then you also have Egypt closing off their border and saying no Palestinians are allowed across the border. Um, so they want to help them keep their land and stay in their country, but they won't bring refugees in. And the reason is, is because they understand what happens when you start bringing these people who are, you know, know nothing but war their whole entire lives into your country. And guess what? That is a scary and a dangerous thing. Um, You don't want that level of radical um, religious mentality that knows nothing but war into your country, because you're going to find you're going to have massive social destabilization, which is happening here in the United States of America. And it could be taken advantage of, and you could, they could move terrorists through that system. Let's face it. Right. Well, and that's already happening. Unit nine, 10, Um, we've already talked about Ted Benzman talks about this a lot. He testified in Congress in September about this specific point. He's a former intelligence guy who worked for customs and border patrol in Texas. Um, he talked about how you has units, nine ten. There's thousands of them already placed strategically through us cities. And they're yeah. just waiting for the mullahs to call them up and tell them when to go attack. Uh, Phil Haney back in 2010 was in uh, a DHS whistleblower under Barack Obama. Um, he was a senior executive, SES staff. He came out and said, hey, look, there's there's infiltration in our government at the highest levels by the Muslim Brotherhood. He was talking about people like John Brennan. He was talking about people like Huma Abedin, who was the chief yeah. of staff to Hillary Clinton. John Brennan was the head of the CIA, who was directly connected in with the Muslim Brotherhood. Okay? Bill yes. Haynes. Go ahead, Vince. Go ahead. Everything's kind of coming full circle, too, with what Kamala or the first day Biden was president, they opened up the border and they said, don't be racist. This whole Muslim thing's racist, uh, where Trump was saying, you know, we don't want people from these countries coming into our country. Yeah. America first. We need to take care of ourselves first. We have a legal process for that. The first thing they did was they started letting anybody in and we yeah. see other things happening, too. So it all well, comes full circle. Right. And go back to Phil Haney. He was warning us about this. He was warning us about the illegal immigration that was developing terrorist cells all throughout our country. Um, And Phil Haney, uh, I I talk about this often because nobody else does. But Phil Haney was on uh, Caravan the Midnight with John B. Wells on uh, uh, January 21st, 2020, uh, 2021. And Phil Haney was talking to him about a story that he was about to break. He was meeting with a uh, high level contact that was about to give him some information, some damning and breaking information on um, the, the infiltration and their plans. And John B. Wells said, well, you know, John, John B. Wells got that very low voice. I love his show. I watched an episode the other night last week. Yeah. John B. Wells is awesome. Uh, But John B. Wells is like, you know, Phil, I I care for you. You're a friend of mine. I just want to make sure you're not suicidal. Right. And Phil's like, no, I'm, I just got married and I'm healthy and I love life and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not, I'm not suicidal. And he goes, John, if, if I die, investigate. Three days later, Phil Haney was found under a California underpass on a highway with a single gunshot wound to the head, ruled a suicide. And so this stuff is very, very real. Uh, The whole George Floyd thing was a cover-up for a money laundering and a drug running and drug and gun running operation that funds these terrorist cells and gives them the weapons. And that's right in my, my, my state right now, Minnesota. Okay, that was a cover up for that. I mean, counterfeit dollars out of a nightclub owned and operated by La Raza. If you're uh, if you're Mexican, you know what La Raza is. That's basically uh, it's just an organization. It's like the KKK of Mexico, if you want to look at it like that, called the race, Mexican nationalism. Um, But, yeah, there is some serious infiltration and crime going on 
in the United States of America. And it's all culminating to a point of massive social destabilization. Now, when do you think that that culmination of social destabilization will finally hit its precipice point? I think we're coming to this precipice mm. right now, this social yeah. precipice. Like listening to that one song that uh, Rich Men from North of Richmond, that song woke up so many people. And the guy himself's a freaking liberal. And now you have right. liberals talking. He's about my it. favorite pinko. Yeah, he's my favorite pinko too. But, good guy. but th- this is the the idea: is you had bipartisan support for Ukraine and Israel. You just had Republic Democrats in the House of Congress, basically interrupting open session in protest against Israel. Okay, Democrats don't want war with Israel. They want to save the Palestinians, right? And, and Christians want to save the Israelis. How about this? The Israeli and Palestinian people, or yeah, the Israeli and the Palestinian people, are all innocent in this. Okay, I don't care what their what their intention. I will kill them or anything. Like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. They're innocent people. It's their governments and the construing of the religious ideology that plays into this on the social structure that causes a lot of this stuff to happen. These people yeah. are being played, and so it's I don't like- stand. I don't stand with Israelis or Palestinians. I stand with human beings because human go. beings have been oppressed for so long in this freaking planet. And you know what? Yeah. It reminds me of treating illness and treating the symptoms. There's something larger wrong with society when you have people killing each other and being uh, against each other uh, for silly reasons. Um, so, oh, yeah, I love this. There's a bigger issue there, there is. and it's not each other it's psychological in nature it's not only psychological it's archetypical and not only archetypical it's Mm -hmm. spiritual and let me explain let me explain assume that there is a collective consciousness which i truly believe that humanity has a collective consciousness this explains all different types of phenomena from um you know esp telekinesis from psychic people from dreams and visions and shared dreams and visions all this stuff right um, yeah. Rupert Sheldrake, uh, Oxford, uh, PhD, parapsychology, he discusses this as morphic fields, uh, okay. that exist all around us, that your existence is not here, but instead outside of you compressed here. This is the focus of your existence, but your existence is outside of you mm-hmm. and that we all exist in a field of potential of consciousness and that. Within this field, there's this balance of energy that goes back and forth. It's it's an ebb and flow of positive and negative. And that when things get out of balance, what happens is an imbalance must be in place. And so as our collective thought, our collective archetype of our mind begins to evolve, chaos has to be brought about. And the way that that happens is that the collective mind manifests human beings on this planet to rise up in the power, to take over control, to mass murder millions of people, to produce these grotesque and horrific acts, to wake people up, to expand that level of consciousness to the next level and to rebalance that whole psychological, uh, mental and spiritual landscape. I, I know it's kind of sickening, but if you think about it, your body does the same thing. Like, you know, think about as above, so below, right? Your body right. does the same thing. It's like if you're sitting there one day and you're like, man, I don't feel good, right? <sighs> your body's telling you, dude, I don't feel good. I'm in balance. What's yeah. your body do? Blah. It sure. gets all the shit out there. It attacks it, it attacks it, and it kills it, and it gets it out there. And so if humanity had a mind virus that is basically produced this imbalance within the psychological energy structure you gotta regurgitate it you gotta kill it and how do you do that well you can make up any story you want how many people out there uh have have visions and stories or see things and you know there's a miracle that happened an angel a a magic pill or whatever it might have been uh dr joe dispenza talks about this all the time in the sense that you know the placebo effect is real oh yeah no no placebo effect is real 100 percent one and of my favorite things. The placebo effect works on various different thought structures, but the key part is the thought. And so if we're ruled and dominated by higher thought, then it makes sense what is happening right now that these globalists were put here by God, if you want to look at it like that, by God, yeah. to wake us all up to take back this world and change this world to what we really wish it to be. And yeah. that is free, sovereign, independent, 
self-governing individuals who live in peace and harmony with our environment and each other, who have established rules and laws of societies and nations. But we live the best life that we can and we support each other with gratitude and love as much as we possibly can. And I always sound like an old hippie, but you know what? I'm right there with you, dude. All a constitutional right republic, a constitutional republic is exactly that. It's a freaking it, go read Plato's Republic. That's what it's about. It's about self-governance. It's about self-love and respect. It's about becoming the best that you can become with the opportunities that are presented to you by your environment. But your environment has to be unrestricted and free. And that's the world we're all trying to create. That's the world that we want. That's why we keep on creating all of these different platforms that do exactly that, to have that, that, that indication of what that is. That's why I have a podcast where I can go on there and oh, I yeah. can just, just unload. I can just say whatever yeah. I want. That's my yeah. sovereignty. That's my freedom. This is the expression it. of it. Absolutely, man. And, uh, I love this, this conversation and, uh, Somebody this morning, I, I'm sorry, I forget who it was, but they said, when are we going to get together and do another, um, like a psychic experiment or kind of a fringy uh, meditation or some kind of thing like this? And I said, I'd bring it up to you and that we'd likely get something together and, and yeah, have some it. fun. So, well, so we're going to start, we're going to start to do some different events on social red pill before all this stuff launches. So I think that, uh, cause we had the prepper stuff that was going on. And we'll do the prepper stuff. We'll do the psychic stuff. Um, also, guys, by the way, decentralized media. Um, I, I talked to one of the people on the platform about this, but we're going to have church sermons that will broadcast on Sunday mornings on the channel. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Every, it's cool, dude. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. Um, and if anybody's interested in helping us out, getting involved, we've thought about fundraisers because we need a little bit of funds. We we potentially have them coming in, but we need a little bit of funds. And uh, if anybody's interested in helping out on that end, if you guys want to be a part of it or whatever, um, definitely message me, hit me up and let me know. Um, but going back to social destabilization. Socialredpill.com, best place. Best place, socialredpill.com. But going back into social destabilization. Listen to what Donald Trump says today. This is probably the most important message I heard today. Trial is currently taking place to try and illegally remove my name from the ballot. I often say that 2024 will be the most important election in the history of our country. The reason for that and that statement is that our country is being destroyed by people who have no idea what they're doing or even worse, they may very well have an idea. They may hate our country, and they may want to see it destroyed. But it may also be the last election we ever have. If this election doesn't work, if this election is rigged and stolen, if bad things happen, our country will not survive. If Crooked Joe and the Democrats get away with removing my name from the ballot, then there will never be a free election in America again. We will have become a dictatorship where your president is chosen for you. You will no longer have a vote or certainly won't have a meaningful vote. And you could say, frankly, that that has already begun. This truly is our final chance to save America. And with the 2024 election now less than one year away, this is your chance to take a stand against tyrants that support the one and only movement that can save our country and make America great again. We must win in 2024. If we don't win, we will not have a country. If we do win, we will make America greater than it's ever been before. Thank you. All right. Bad things will happen. He's not kidding, man. You won't have a country. Bad things will happen. Um, that isn't fear-mongering from Donald Trump. He's telling you the truth right there, is that... Why are they working so hard to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't have a voice, doesn't have a, a, a stance, a soapbox, and will not have his name on the ballot? Why are they working so hard to do that, Vince? It's all or nothing. There it is. It is all or nothing, quite literally. They will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. Their last chance to save their basis of power did not martyr Donald Trump is to silence him. 
and he knows this, and you know this, that if they did, here's the thing. If Donald Trump's on the ballot, he will win. They, they cannot stop this. Nothing can stop what's coming at that level. So that means that they either have to try to remove him before then. If they do that, there's going to be uprising. Um, they'll try to martyr him. They do that. There'll be an uprising. And if he loses the election from them stealing, guess what? There will be an uprising. Um, and I've talked about this a few times that uh, there's there's quite a few people out there, uh, Ray Dalio being one of them, Bridgewater Capital Chairman, uh, member of the World Economic Forum, Board of Directors, um, worth about $14 billion. He said in 2024, you're going to have the most destabilized election you've ever had because if the Republicans win, the Democrats won't accept it and you will see riots and you will see a civil war breakout. And he said, and if the Democrats win, the Republicans won't believe it and the Republicans will revolt and you will see a civil war. And he said, either scenario, you're going to have a civil war in the United States of America. And this is what they're planning for people. But here's the thing is you and I both know that if Donald Trump wins, that's not what we would do. That's not what we would do. That's If the Democrats want to do that, they're going to be fighting themselves in the streets. And you mess with their businesses or you come near our homes, you might get shot. But yeah. other than and that, we're not going to get to the, we're not going to run out into the streets and fight a war with you. We don't want that. I'm and fairly all those confident. people are waking up. I'm fairly confident that that any type, let's say Trump wins, they could stifle any anything pretty quickly that comes up. It'll be a, a short fought war. I'll tell you that. But the other way around might be a little more difficult. I mean, the um, other way around is just yeah, and good luck. Yeah, good luck. That's all I have to say on that on that matter because what we're seeing right now is the precipice. We are seeing moderates, independents, liberals waking up. We are seeing people on the left come out and saying, "I am so mad I got vaccinated." We are seeing people on the left with all different types, people on the right and left all different types of medical conditions saying, I can't believe I was that gullible and I fell for it. I can't believe they did this to me. People, we're, yes. we're, we're, we're coming to this moment. It's really, really, really happening. Okay. And there is weird shit happening all over the world right now. I know. I'm I mean, it's really weird shit. I'm waiting for the aliens to get back in the news cycle. I know, like, we're, what's up with the aliens? I gotta, I gotta reach out to some contacts because I want to know what's going on with the the uh, the aliens. But another, on another note, Russian military released new intelligence regarding the U.S. biological activity and their steps to reestablish their biological foothold in Ukraine. They accused the U.S. of engaging in biological espionage spearheaded by the CIA, and this comes from Russia's Telegram channel. Really? Oh yeah. This comes oh. directly from Russia's Telegram channel, where Sometimes. they are laying it all mm. out. DTRA activities, defense threat reduction activities, and they go in depth oh. with all of this. This is MFA Russia. Um, I will. Th this will be posted on our Substack afterwards, so you guys can have those notes. Yeah, please send that link to me, or I can yeah. find it now. Yeah, no, it's it's on my Twitter. But, uh, but yeah, you guys can have that in the notes. If you want to find that, just go over our sub stack. You can subscribe over there for free. And those will be in the recap that is published later. Uh, but listen, there's weird stuff happening. There's disclosure happening. There's information happening. Uh, everything is being revealed because this is the great unveiling. And this goes back to what we were talking about with the psychological and the archetypical aspect of things is that this war, this awakening, it's not just happening outwardly. The outward world is an expression of the inward world. It's happening because everything inside of you is purifying. Everything inside of you that is repugnant is coming up to the surface. Everything inside of you is renewing itself, is resetting. And so now that manifests out in the public. What do I honestly think is going to happen, Vince? Do you want my I, honest opinion? I love it. Looking at the world today and what we're seeing right now, specifically, I believe that we're going to have some type of greater conflict expand within Eastern Europe and the Middle East. Uh, potentially China, if they see a threat of Donald Trump coming back, China will definitely go in to invade uh, Taiwan before the end of the Joe Biden presidency. Um, I see massive economic turmoil coming. I see that happening most likely uh, this quarter 
fourth quarter of 2023 into the first quarter of 2024 uh, because they have to clean it all up before 2024 election. I think one of the main reasons that they're manipulating the economy so much, uh, like the jobless claim numbers that they uh, were uh, astounded by last month. Oh my God, this is so great. There's all these people getting jobs, right? Uh, They revised those numbers and they were below estimate and that's not good. Um, talked about that with Dr. Kirk Elliott earlier today, but I I think that we're going to have severe economic impacts because of the manipulation that they're trying to perpetuate through 2024. Once they get into 2024, it's kind of like no holds bars. Okay. We don't care about the economy. Let it burn for a year and a half. Like they did in 2020, let it burn for a year and a half. And then we'll manipulate it and say, Oh, we're building it back up while they develop their CBDC globalist financial infrastructure. You got to remember the end game here. Everything that we're talking about has an end game. That's the most important from social destabilization, political destabilization, civil wars, economic collapse, world wars. The end game is the grand reset. This is the 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 puppeteers of war, the puppeteers of the bankers coming forth and rebuilding the world after it is burned through in ashes. Okay. That is what is happening right now. They are sitting back and letting the world burn through the fire that they ignited. And after it burns, they will rebuild it. If you think what happened in Maui was an accident, it wasn't. If you think what happened in Acapulco was an accident, it wasn't. If you think what's going to happen probably in some sunny city in San Diego or San Diego or LA is an accident, it's not going to be. It's going to be on purpose because they are taking these specific uh, cities and they'll throw them into the C40 initiative, into the Green Sustainable Development Initiative, and they'll completely revamp them into 15-minute cities, people. Okay? This is what's coming down the pipeline. But that only happens if we allow it to, if we stand for it, if we fall for the carrot in front of the donkey, if we sit there and go, well, we're going to go civil war, we're going to go get our guns, and we're going to go fight the Democrats. Like, that is not what needs to happen. Like, listen. Vince, is civil, if like there was like a, a point of civil war breaking out, okay? What yes. Was, like, and you were running a militia. Okay. Okay. What would you do? Where would you be attacking? What would you do? If I was doing an offensive, hypothetical offensive civil war? I don't know. I need time to think about this war strategy. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I want you to think for this for a minute. I'm looking for the actual scene from the movie. Hmm. But do you remember in the movie Braveheart? Up oh, there it is. Here it is. This is uh, one of the Klansmen who betrayed William Wallace. Okay. Okay. He's one of the ones that betrayed William Wallace for more land and such. And this is what William Wallace does to him. Oh, scary dream. Even William Wallace was surprised by what happened to him. But that, that, that is Fafo, okay? So think about this here. Have our politicians sold us out, Democrat and Republican? Oh, yeah. Most of them, for the most part. And so if their choices and decisions that they made, not in the interest of humanity, not in the interest of Americans, if that produces a civil war, do they really think we're going to go fight each other? Hmm. We're going to be riding horses in the bedrooms. That's what we're going to be doing. And I want people to understand that. Who was it? I heard somebody somebody say like that when they think about this stuff or when they thought about this in the past, they always think like 
what the hell are these people thinking? They all have addresses. <laughs> exactly. What are these people thinking? We know where they all live. And, and that's like... the thing is they don't think you have the balls to do it. Not and that I would, but I'm just saying like in a, hypothetical, in a hypothetical situation where shit really hits the fan, somebody's going to have an address book of every single location of interest. That's right. That's no joke. Well, I've talked about this before is think about the, uh, the active shooting situation, what the yes. damage that one active shooter can do. And oh. now imagine a hundred of them. Oh. Now take that the Patriots. Right. I mean, it's what not... can a hundred Patriots do? Oh, with you? they could uh, probably take over a country. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm not saying that oh, we're going to do it. I'm, I'm, is, I'm mean, not inciting I'm, people to do that, by the way. I'm not what either. I'm, I'm just saying hypothetically, five of the right people could take over a country, and that's, that's just right. fact. And what I'm trying to tell you here is that what we will see is unlike anything that you've ever seen before. We won't see an actual civil war in this country. We will stay see states declare their sovereignty and can join together, very much similar to what happened in the original first civil war. Congressmen recessing back to their own states, the states separating from the union and, and devoiding the federal contract, the, the federal uh, charter. Yeah. Now, going to active shooters, I wanted to touch on this real quick. Okay. So did you read this article about the Colorado um, shooter? No. Okay, so our man found dead at Colorado theme park, reclusive but not dangerous, says brother. Heavily armed man who killed himself rather than potentially carrying out a mass shooting at the Colorado amusement park was reclusive gamer obsessed with Call of Duty but not oh, wow. dangerous, according to his older brother. Uh, David Barajas Medina, 27, said that he did not believe his 20-year-old brother um, David Barajas Medina meant anyone harm. Diego had been identified by authorities as the man whose body was found in the woman's bathroom at Glenwood Caverns Adventure Park Saturday next to the cryptic message scrawled on the wall that read, I am not a killer. I just wanted to get into the caves. He died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Um, I don't think he was a dangerous person, his brother said. I'm not sure what he was setting out to do. Here's the deal. What do we know about uh, gamers, especially Call of Duty? They kill people in the game? Yeah, they kill people. They have they are they are trained in those games to be killers. Remember the uh, yes. what was the movie that was um, Endgame and uh, uh, Endgamer or whatever it was. Uh, one of those movies out there that was about that. So, also he's on Discord. He's on Discord, guys. So this twenty-year-old kid is profiled through social media targeted through the game to get on a discord chat channel he's radicalized on this discord chat channel manipulated to go into this place he gets there he's wearing body armor he's got an ar-15 rounds of magazines he's got a semi-auto pistol his his mom worked at family dollar he's poor where did he get all those weapons well where did the buffalo shooter get all the weapons where did the texas shooter get oh well discord was that common connector right and this kid, before he shot and killed himself, he scribbled on, scrawled on the wall, I'm not a killer. I just wanted to get into the caves and he took his own life. That's a strange thing to write, by the way. That's a strange thing to write because what happened? He had a moment of clarity. He was manipulated. Endgamer, thank you, Ender's Game. Uh, he was manipulated to a point and he had a moment of clarity before it actually happened. And he decided to take his, because he couldn't, most likely he couldn't stop it. Whatever it was, whatever was forcing him to do it, he couldn't stop it. But his conscious, conscious took over and ended it for him. That's what I think happened. Guys, I think that this dude was under the influence of MK Ultra technology. His cell phone most likely manipulating him some way, shape or form. And he broke it. And he went out there and he couldn't help what he was doing. And he left a message saying, I'm not a killer. I did, Glenwood, uh, uh, Glen, Glenwood Cavern. He wanted to get into the Glenwood Cavern caves. What is that? Um, so it's a theme park and there's caverns and caves out there you can go and explore. But something was going on there that was MK Ultra-ish. Yes, I believe they so. wanted an active shooter. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, as Game Tech said, you're going to see a lot more of this, guys. It seems like we've had one every few days. 
lately. Yep. Sick. And you're going to see a lot more of this stuff coming along because until they get their agenda, they will not stop. They will persist until they get to make sure that they have full power until AI is taken over every skilled work job position in this country. You launched it by discord. Yeah, he should run Twitter spaces off of it. Yeah. Thank God he woke up. I agree with you. Um, Biden's DOJ has started arresting Trump supporters who stood outside the U.S. Capitol and committed no violence. Even wow. though the, the whole ground was registered for a uh, uh, First Amendment rally. Yeah, they went through all the procedures. They knew it was happening. But people that are just there at a yep. registered rally are getting arrested now. Yep. They're so Cause desperate. Because they, they will stop at nothing to take down Donald Trump. And they need as many arrests associated with that as possible. Yeah, and remember, they're not just going after Trump. If Trump doesn't win, they're going after you, you yeah. and me. If Trump doesn't win, that's what he means. They're coming after us, guys. They're coming after our guns. They're going to come after the ammo first. There's nowhere to go. Yep. Once, I was looking at once. ammo prices. I'm like, ah, I could find a box of three, 30 odd six for 23 bucks. I'm like, I'm going to stock up on that and then lose it in a boating accident. Hey, so the U.S. Air Force Global Strike Command has announced that the test launch of the unarmed Minuteman 3 intercontinental ballistic missile from Vandenberg Space Force Base, California, was terminated over the Pacific Ocean last night uh, following an unspecified anomaly. Oh, I hate those darn anomalies. Pacific uh, Ocean, I wonder what that anomaly, anomaly. Was flying around that 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 uh, that missile. That's I wonder exactly. if they got a video of it. That's what I'm curious about. That's exactly what I was thinking. An anomaly. Hmm. Yeah. But Russia was very successful in doing theirs. Uh, Eric Swalwell today. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but uh, uh, he testified in the Colorado case to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. Uh, and Trump's lawyer absolutely destroys Swalwell. Swalwell's all nervous and scared, and yeah. I guess Swalwell has a um, um, a civil case against Donald Trump soon for injury from January 6th, and the first question that Donald Trump's lawyer asked him under oath, were yeah. you injured in January 6th at all? And he goes, no. Did you have any injury? Did you come out with Did Donald Trump injure you at all? He goes, no. And he goes, oh, it looks like you're going to have a hard time winning your case in D.C. Uh, pertaining that you just testified that you didn't have any injury. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. And then he went through all the text messages that Swalwell said that Donald Trump was inciting violence. And Swalwell's like, no, that's not violence. Nope, that's not violence. No, sorry. He didn't say that. He might have been nervous. Swalwell might have been nervous because he's used to questions being whispered in Chinese in his ear. But Yeah. I don't know. This is good. Great. Well, hopefully there, we see a lot more coming out of these court cases. But apparently, I won't touch debt clock news. Why? I don't know. Da, 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 da. Open the secret window. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Who's this? Stolen wealth productivity up 245% compensation. Yep. Um, it, it, guys, the only thing to yeah. say about this whole thing is, number one, it's a private organization. It's not owned by the federal government. Number two is it's a shit show. It's it, The numbers are right, but it's a shit show. And number three is... I don't have to tell you things are bad. You know things are bad. Okay? I'm not going to sit here every night and go over the M2 money supply and, and how um, it's the worst it's been since the Great Depression. Yeah, we, we talked a little bit about the debt clock when they got yeah. hacked. Or but apparently I, hacked. I don't know what happened. I've been saying this for years. Everybody yeah, in the economic side says recession, recession, recession. Guys, we're going to a fucking Great Depression. Understand that. Hence why you need to stock up. <sighs> man. Okay, so it's Wednesday. I don't want to yeah. go to the depression, man. I want to stay <laughs> happy all the time. It's, it's hump day. Yeah. It's the November it's 1st, hump man. Day. Hump you're ready day. for the holidays. Yeah, it's November 1st. We got the, the two killer next two months right here. The, the, the yeah. two best months of the year, right? Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Hell yeah gonna be fun uh and, and and i don't do the ingersoll lockwood stuff and uh i have in the past but i don't now i don't think ingersoll lockwood's website is anybody special um i actually i know 
I know a little bit more than most people about who runs that website. Okay. I actually, I was with the person who runs the website and hosts the website the other day, even though he wouldn't admit it. You were with Q? No, it's not Q. I'm just joking. But I, I know, <laughs> I know where it's hosted. Like I can look at all the back end and I can tell you pretty certainly I know who runs that website, but that's just, listen, it, it, it's, it's good to inquire, right? It's good to sure. inquire. Um, guys, that's all we have for you tonight. I'm going to go ahead and give a thanks to everybody who helped support us. We're trying to keep these shows an hour because of the new schedules we're going on with all the shows. So, um, Castle Drummer gifted a can. Thank you so much, Castle Drummer. Jay gifted uh, two cookies. Thank you so much, Jay gifted. Um, we have Enlightened Science just donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Carrie Ray, three ice cream. Thank you so much, Carrie. RPG 3573, two lemon. My Nemesis D, one ice cream. Thank you so much, RPG and My Nemesis. Elizabeth J donated one lemon. Grandma Five Revolt, three lemons. Elizabeth J again, one lemon. And <clears throat> welcome to all the new names out there. Thank you so much, Elizabeth J and Grandma Five Revolt. Jehovah 38, one lemon. Oh, a whole bunch of different new people out there tonight. Two ice creams as well. Thank you so much, guys, for all the uh, support out there. Much appreciated. Um, and, guys, we'll be back with you tomorrow night with another episode of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. And don't forget, tomorrow night as well, we will be on the After Dark Q&A after the show Thursday night. I won't be able to stay too long. I got a five, or I got a 7 a.m. VA appointment Friday morning. But um, that is over at socialredpill.com. For all the new people who are interested in that, hit me up over on Social Red Pill, and we'll get you out there, and you can get into that Q&A tomorrow night with myself and Vince and a few other people. Um, I hope you guys all have a great night. hope you all had a happy Halloween. I know I had some, uh, some crazy little rants today. Don't forget tomorrow, no more Dark Delight Show. Um, so stop giving them traffic over on YSL. Don't, no need to go to their website. They'll probably remove my stuff by the end of the night. Um, they're that mad. That's okay. Uh, but we will get all the Dark Delight shows, and you can find them on uh, Red Pill Project Radio. Online. Is that, is that Red Pill Radio? Is it Red Pill Radio? He doesn't even know his own website. I think it's Red Pill Radio. Online. Yep, Red Pill Radio. Online. And so if you want to get all the Dark Delight shows, which are on audio only, it is Red Pill Radio. Online, and you can find all of our uh, um, dark delight shows over there. 357, 357 of them. That's right. So, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys all have a great night. Take care. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eyepatch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.